Hey, I'm Daniel. And I'm Pat. And this is Y2K Movies. A podcast about the films of the 21st century. This week we have a Hot Tub Time Machine double feature. Starting out with uh, 2010's Hot Tub Time Machine Part 1, a malfunctioning time machine at a ski resort takes a man back to 1986 with his two friends and nephew where they must relive a fateful night and not change anything to make sure the nephew is born, which is a really bizarre tagline for that movie because it gets oddly specific about one of the plot threads involving the nephew, but whatever. Uh, Directed by Steve Pink, uh, who you may have remembered as the writer on High Fidelity and other John Cusack productions, and written by, uh, most notably, Josh Held, who was uh, responsible for the Cobra Kai TV series. Hot Top Time Machine was released March 26, 2010. I was there, I think. Um, I don't remember if I saw this in the theater or not, but I know that if I didn't see it in the theater, I saw it as soon as it hit VOD because um, I just remember, I really remember this movie. Uh, not so much with its sequel, but we'll we'll get there when we get there. But definitely I was on board from Jump Street with the Hot Top Time Machine vibe. Um, Danny, this episode was your idea, so what's the deal? Okay, so Hot Sub Time Machine is uh that was that's honestly probably my first movie theater like coming of age movie. <laughs> okay. So which is weird, right? Cuz uh I'm trying to think. I didn't see I saw Super Bad on DVD. I basically saw all those movies on DVDs. You mean like R rated comedy? No, not really. Not R rated comedy because I saw I've no n- not that. I don't know. I don't know how to like like I saw it. I remember me and buddies from it was our senior year of high school when this movie came out. Mm-hmm. So me and buddies out saw this movie, and I fucking fell in love with this movie. And uh, this is one of those movies that I really love to watch. It's actually probably one of my favorite comedies, to be completely honest with you. Um, one of the reasons why I wanted to do it, though, and I brought it up, was because we just did accept it. So Steve Pink, I don't know, we kind of, we we just kind of did a nice little uh, kind of Steve Pinkathon, and we I was like, hey man, let's watch Hot Tub Time Machine, Hot Tub Time Machine too. Also, my wife for some reason doesn't like this movie, so so she doesn't. Really? She just, yeah, so and she thinks the second one's even worse, which most wow. people do. No, you know but, what? Um, I'll go on. Yeah, but um, no, I re- I really love this movie. It, it it brings me back to a time where it it was me somebody like I don't know a simpler time, right? It's nostalgic for me. Also, uh. I, I basically, so this movie came out in 2010, I, I think the beginning of 2010, uh, like January, February, sometime in the winter, I'm pretty sure, because when I watched it, I kept referencing it at this uh, family reunion that me and my buddy went to, and we like kept joking around because we were in the hot tub, but it was like in September, and it was in the mountains of North Carolina, and you know, it's like freezing at this time. And we're just like in the hot tub. And we're just like fucking give me the Red Bulls, like, and we're just like pouring them in, uh, damaging this hot tub because we're like hot tub time machine, you know, because we're stupid and we're getting drunk because my uncle was like making me Charlestons and I don't know, 
It was a good time. It was a good dude, time. Dude. <laughs> Sounds like the only thing that was missing was a hot tub. No, I, we were in the fucking hot tub. That oh, that's awesome. right. Yeah, we were in the hot tub pouring everything in it. But yeah, no, I love this movie and like also like knowing the hot or the high fidelity like tie in. Like there's a few references to it and I could I don't know. I just it's one of those things that like I'm a big fan of John Cusack. I love Craig Robinson. Um it you know, Chevy Chase was funny in it. I it was just it was just really good. And Rob Cordy or Gordry, uh he did I mean, he was just like, he, you know, like I still use the whole like, yeah, he's an asshole, but he's like our asshole, like to describe a friend who was kind of like him. Oh, I, I still yell out fucking dropping loads. Oh, when dude, the dropping, dropping loads, loads and Adam's sister. <laughs> dropping loads and Adam's sister. <laughs> no, dude, there are so many quotable things in here. Like, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, whenever the, he's like, uh making fun of the poetry that Adam's writing. And he goes, that shit was fucking clean, man. And then he like takes a big riff of his bong. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. There's a lot of good shit in this movie. Um, I, it, It's one of the, you know, thinking about it, it's it might be one of those last kind of like good party movies. Like Project X probably came after this and maybe there may have been like one or two more. Like 21 or whatever it is i'm 21 or that movie and then i don't know this is the end so like those were like the last of these like kind of really goofy funny comedies that were still like i don't know dude like lou in this movie is pretty in- intense and in what he says and oh it's just funny or like the fucking scene of craig robinson yelling at a nine-year-old over the phone like, <laughs> like did you lick his booty hole <laughs> Like, come on. Like, <laughs> this is the shit that I need in my Tell life. Tell her dad like, to stay the fuck out of it. <laughs> yeah. Me and my like, wife. Was, it, was this dick bigger than mine? Stay out of it, Jerry. <laughs> How do you know my name? <laughs> and then right before, uh, oh, fuck, what's the 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 kid? Uh, Jacob. Right before Jacob hangs off, like, hangs at the phone, he, like, stops, speaks into it, and he's just like, I don't know what you did, but you're a bad girl. You hurt him. And then he hangs up. Dude, that shit is so fucking funny. (laughs) Like, it is funny. Also, the whole beginning of the movie, when you're introduced to Lou, that is one of the funniest introductions I've ever seen. Um, Him just crashing his car. Molly Lou, I'm coming home, starts playing. I used to do that, like, when I first started driving, which was around this time, actually. Like, the whole fucking, like, piano thing right on the dash and then he like throws up the guitar during the solo and then he starts doing the drums yeah no i love this movie i really do <laughs> i i completely agree with you um i <laughs> you know i it was funny when when you brought up doing this i didn't i was immediately like yes of course we'll do this and i mentioned it to my wife i was like hey i gotta watch the movies for the podcast which one and uh, I, I said, hey, you want to watch Hot Tub Time Machine? And she was like, Hot Tub Time Machine? I was like, yeah, have you seen it? And she acted like I asked her if, I, if she had seen Top Gun. She was like, of, co- of course I've seen that movie. And I'm like, really? Because yeah, it's not like that uh, mainstream of a comedy. 
Um, I mean, obviously, yes. Uh, Rob Corddry was in. Um, what's he probably most known for? The Daily Show, I would think. But, yeah, you know, I'd probably say the Daily Show. Craig Robinson, um, The Office. Uh, what's that kid's name? Clark Duke. The Office, I think. What I don't know what else he might have been on. Um, uh, Jeff, I know him from uh, uh, Sex Drive. Okay, but then and then you know Adam Cusack or I'm not I'm sorry Adam John Cusack the Adam character, um, probably the biggest name in it, easily has the least to do out of kind of all three of them. He's definitely the straight man. Um, it was interesting rewatching this movie knowing that he wouldn't be in the sequel. And seeing this and being like, okay, well, the sequel might not necessarily be that bad because it's not like, oh, you take John Cusack out of the equation and this whole thing falls apart. Not to shit on John Cusack or his contribution to the movie, but um, I kind of, the way that I took his performance or his part of this into consideration was um, he's kind of playing a grown-up version of the characters that he played in, like, the Savage Steve Holland movies, like Better Off Dead or One Crazy Summer. Have you seen any of those? Yeah, yeah. It's like the, the 80s stuff that he was kind of known for. I mean, like, yeah, he did say anything and, and whatever, but most of the teen movies that he did back in the 80s were, like, goofball shit, you know what I mean? And the fact that this takes place at a ski resort and it's these people lamenting how 1986 was the best years of their lives and all this stuff. So, um seeing him kind of play a grown-up version of that character that was interesting and i could see that being interesting for him to do as an actor but other than that he really didn't do anything that crazy he's got some great straight man lines in it um especially all the stuff with him and lizzie kaplan who i she's my anna Anna, anna taylor joy lizzie kaplan um she recently was in a reboot of fatal attraction with joshua jackson from dawson's creek and yeah it would like I edged during that whole entire series. It was fucking fantastic. She is so beautiful. <clears throat> so I, I love seeing that she was in it. Um, I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan. <laughs> but like, really, I mean, the comedy stuff is all Lou. And um, I mean, it's like he steals the show, you know? And uh, well, I, I, I think the Clark Duke snowboarding is the most improbable part of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> when they have him on the snowboard in the beginning it's kind right. of like whatever um, and, you know but the movie itself it's kind of it reminded me a lot of when I was uh, when I was going to Second City I took a screenwriting class with the guy that wrote all of the um, Revenge of the Nerds movies Steve Zacharias and he had us watch for like one semester all we did was watch The Hangover. And because The Hangover has perfect comedy structure, if you're writing a comedic movie, where it's them going from kind of scene to scene, and um, every scene is kind of standalone. And it's, it all take, it's all like seven minutes long. They'll, they'll, they'll go to the ER. And they're, they're trying to find out like a different piece of the puzzle, right? So they go in the ER, and they're trying to find out why so-and-so went to the hospital last night, right? And they're talking about one thing, and the doctor's talking about another, and then they get on the same page. And then they find out a new piece of information, 
and then there's something else, and then the scene switches, and now they go to the wedding chapel, and the thing repeats itself, and it's and, and there's a structure to it, and this feels like the same thing, where like a lot of, like what's his, I gotta keep looking up his name because I keep forgetting like Clark Duke's character kind of wanders around the <laughs> hotel and the yeah. bar and the fucking town. <laughs> Yeah. And he'll at any given time he will walk into a scene, and something <laughs> else will already be going on. And he'll be like, "What's this?" And they'll blah blah blah. No, we have to go over here now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just kind of like the structure of the movie, where it moves from one gag to another gag. And Greg Robinson's with his band, and they're doing this and all. So, um, but it's good, and I, I I don't say all that to take anything away from it. I think it's formulaic, and it's very much a paint by numbers comedy. But it does it extremely well, and it's very witty, and it gets by on the charm of its characters. And I, I got to say, when I finished watching part one, I was, and I had, I never saw part two, and I don't know why I never saw part two because I liked part one. I don't know if part two came out and just wasn't in the theaters that long, or if I just had shit going on or whatever. I have no idea. Um, but I never saw part two. But I know that when I rewatched part one for this week's episode. I was definitely happy that I got to start part two and that there was a part two to start. You know what I mean? And I, I was like, I'm glad that I get to go back to these characters tomorrow. And, um, you know, I kind of told you I had a a fucking some drama have it happen at work, but the night that I went down to, when I sat down to watch part two, I put it, and not that we, we could still talk about part one. I'm not fully transitioning part two to shift, but I sat down to watch part two. I, I, I started, both these movies are on Amazon Prime, by the way, and uh, started up part two, and it immediately starts with, like, the uh, Motley Lou behind the music type thing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm so glad there's more of this. And uh, I don't get that a lot. You know what I mean? And I didn't, and for yeah. a franchise that, like, I, I probably never thought of once in the past six months to to have that such a strong reaction and then like work should happen and i had to pause the movie and i had to come back to it the next night and uh i re i finally got to sit down and watch uh part two friday night with my son and he loved it too um yeah it, it's it's it sneaks up on you how much this movie and these characters grow on you because they're not they're not incredibly i guess they are pretty well-defined characters and the ending is kind of like you know, oh, like everything's fine, but then I, I love how quickly part two is like, no, all that falls to shit, and it really would if you think about it, um, about what a dystopian reality they actually do come back to. Um, but yeah, it was a good movie. It's 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 one of the better time travel movies. Very funny, very quippy. Uh, if if for some reason you're listening to this episode and you haven't seen it, for God's sakes, watch it. And if you have seen it, revisit it. Because it was a lot fucking better than I remember it being, <clears throat> and uh, I'm definitely glad that we 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 del- did the double feature for this. You know, yeah, it was a it was a good double feature to have. Also, with it getting a little colder outside, I don't know, it was just nice, um, especially the first one being at the ski resort. But yeah, the second one was really good too. I saw it in theaters. Um, I really loved it. I I fucking loved how outrageous it was. I loved all of loose shit again um i thought that for a movie without like a star necessarily 
to say, like acting, like not a big name. I fucking thought it did really good. And I thought like it handled it very well. And like the dialogue of it, the um the comedy on the screen, like it repeated a lot of the first one, but in a good way. I thought that it carried it uh pretty respectfully. I I really enjoyed it. Uh I it didn't I don't know. I was when I I remember still like when I went to the theater being excited and when I sat down to watch this, I was also excited. And I wish that we get a third one. I really want to f- know what happened in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love in the first one how he's just oh. like, it's in a box, <laughs> and you wrote Cincinnati on it. <laughs> like that's just so funny, dude. Craig Robinson and his scenes, like in the uh, hotel room in the first one, holy shit, they're so good. Like whenever he's like he's like snort a bunch of coke and he fight. he's like like the fuck he's like like the terminator <laughs> he's like doing all that shit or like whenever he says that a uh, chemical name he's like the d tatra and then he says like the whatever the fuck he was looking for in the uh the chernobyl fucking energy drink right which uh talk about sebastian stan bringing on the fucking like red dawn conservative wave of the 80s coming in too he like, looks fucking... so weird in that that did if i hadn't have if i didn't see that that was him on imdb i really don't know if i would have placed him there's a distinct possibility that would have slipped past my radar that's funny because like i i always thought it was funny that uh that fucking the ski resort guy played, you know, the Winter Soldier. Like, Bucky. <laughs> I still, like that was always my impression of Bucky. Is before this, you know, he fucking he was Red Dawn, and he was all like those commie bastards, and then he becomes a commie bastard, and like that, like I don't know, like I thought that shit was funny to me, but um, that's because I really love that movie, man. That first movie, like that was. Out of the 21st century, that is a top movie of mine, for sure. I'd have to compare it to the rest of the movies of my my tops, but uh, it's close, if not in the top. But of the 21st century, it's definitely fucking up there. Uh, but I, I still, like, to this day, I kind of... Did you watch after the credits of the second one? Or the yeah. alternate ending? Okay, so, like, you saw, like, how, like, John Cusack got to return for like five seconds no i didn't see that so oh, okay. I, I, I watched through the credits where they were doing all the time travel stuff with them going into the past and being the beatles and yeah, uh, yeah. but where where was the I, I know there was a john cusack scene that was cut but what was the what was it he 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 basically killed one of the loose and then he was like you got to come with me and then they were like what the fuck was adam doing and then another Lou from the Revolutionary War comes through, and the, then it just turns into a whole joke about how good his hair looks, and and he looks like a lion. He, he's like a leader, and like all this shit that the previous Lou was not. So it was just really funny. But uh, yeah, that's part of the second one. The, yeah, the, the end of the first one too, that montage is fucking hilarious. I don't remember the end of the first. Oh, the first is that's just yeah, the, how, the how history was changed. Yeah, yeah, like how they changed history and how Lou fucking did everything, like literally fucking everything. 
just uh, just to give the uh, spiel on the Hot Tub Time Machine 2, came out in 2015. <clears throat> Official logline, according to IMDb, is when Lou's shot in the groin, Nick and Jacob drag him in the Hot Tub Time Machine to go back in time and save Lou. The three end up 10 years in the future where they need to go to find the shooter, which is like, who the fuck wrote these? These are, it's, it's, I don't know. Um, IMDb needs new writers. Yeah, featuring pretty much the same production crew as the first film. Hot Tub Time Machine 2 is re- released February 20th, 2015. Uh, it was described as a massive critical failure. <laughs> Glad singled out the film for its outright offensive depictions of LGBT people and defamatory homophobic humor. I thought it was okay. <laughs> uh, not as good as the first, but not outright terribly either. I, you know, I, I kind of wish I had seen the theaters when I read like the horrible reviews for it, uh, both. Um, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, I don't know. After reading all the hate for it, um, I just want to say, fuck you. It's good. You know, and, and my, <laughs> and you're right. I would, I would, I would pay money for a part three. You know what I mean? Like I would, yeah. I would definitely want to see a third one. Um, it's, you know, I got to say like, there's a lot more movie references uh, which I thought were funny. The Cincinnati gag comes up again, <laughs> which you're right was great because I. And then I, I was like, wait a minute, do they? I couldn't remember if they actually reveal what's in the box because you see the safe with the the Cincinnati written on it. Um, right. I also thought that it was very. You know, I know 2015 isn't that long ago, although it's going on almost 10 years. Um. It was pretty good about predicting the future. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, as yeah. far as the smart cars go, like, those, those fucking things are driving around now, and they look like that, too. Like, that was really crazy to me. And um, I know we don't have the, uh, the, the, the projecting holographic smartphones and shit. We kind of do. You know, um, not, like, to the, to the extent that they had it, but um, I forget what else there was. I should have written it down. But there was a couple times where I was like, oh, my God, that was actually pretty fucking dead on. As far as it's like, you know, it's future stuff goes. Because whenever movies show the future, it's always, you know, they're usually really far off or it's just something kind of done for comedic effect. But this was actually a little bit further on. You know, they do kind of they they redo the joke of uh, in the first one when Greg Robinson and. Rob Cordy's character in the bar and they bet on the football game and Lou has to blow <laughs> uh, Nick. Yeah. And then in this one, they kind of, they kind of take it up one. And I wonder if this is what glad got so upset about where, um, he had to, he had to fuck him. And then they switch out with Adam's kid. Like, I didn't think that was terribly offensive, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I didn't think so either. Dude, that shit's funny. Like, the movie's fucking funny to me. Or uh, the the painting that he had, that Lou had, of, like, him, like, wrestling the tiger naked. Right. <laughs> like, like, dude, I don't know. It's just, like, I don't know. Like, his he's a megalomaniac. He's a fucking narcissist. Like, I dig it. And he's fucking funny. <laughs> like, he does not care. He does not care. Yeah. I uh I don't know. 
I thought it was. I, uh... I like at the beginning of the second one, where Craig Robinson's doing that fucking song. I already forgot the name of it. Uh, but oh, the actual... by Lisa Loeb. Yeah, Lisa. Yeah, and she's there being like the dog sitter or the walker. No, the cat wrangler. Or the cat wrangler. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, that shit was so. I was like, oh my god. He goes. Yeah. He's like starting to feel regret. <laughs> yeah, and kid, the uh, what's his name? Uh, oh god, Chevy Chase is back. He makes a Caddyshack reference. Oh um, yeah. The Looper, which was which was pretty funny. Um, there's some tits in it. Tits in both these movies. Which, like, man, what a lost art form of tits in movies. Just something you don't see every day now. And Especially I'm, that Craig Robinson scene. Yeah. It's like Courtney and it's Tara. Oh, my God, <laughs> in the hot tub, yeah. Yeah, Tara. <laughs> and um, what else was going on? Uh, lots of coke in this movie and there was a decent amount of coke in the first one too I gotta say that is something that I always thought you know because stoner movies were very much a like a, a film genre back in the 70s right movies about people smoking weed you had like Up in Smoke you had um, I mean there's Friday There's over the years there have been several stoner comedies it's a thing right <clears throat> but you never see like cocaine comedies and it's because there's something that's not as funny as like we can laugh at like marijuana usage in films but coke usage is still kind of cringy and i think cocaine still has that stigma to it which i'm sure marijuana had a stigma to it too but i don't know it's it's interesting like how you know, I used to say, like, in, in when you know, when I was younger, like, they're going to make cocaine comedies. Now it's like, weed has become so passe. If you really want to keep that torch going, right, you almost have to do what we did, what Cheech and Chong did with weed, what, what Chris Tucker did with weed. We have to have somebody do with blow. And maybe Danny McBride's already done that. Um, but, like, this <laughs> movie is, like, another kind of, like, walk in that direction. <laughs> Right, they very much normalize fucking cocaine use to the point where like um i don't know and i wonder if that's what rubbed people the wrong way too because i think there's some people that think that like glamorizing coke use or not even glamorizing but humorizing it is just a bridge too far you know like okay well you know even though weed is now legal everywhere now so it's not even like the same thing um I don't know. I'd be down uh, for this being like a TV series. Like I thought a, the pro- same fucking thing. That's so crazy. Like you a said prime, that. like a yes. prime or Hulu thing. Like, like I think that they could do like a 10 episode thing. It could even be like just a mini, like just a little mini se- season. Right. And that's it. But like, I could totally go for fucking 10 extra hours of this. <laughs> you know, like, it could. It. I feel like it could be a, like seasons long and and just like weird adventures. Probably should stick to one season because, like you know, let's build a story and figure out since in that last episode you finally figure out what Cincinnati is. Uh, and watch it be a fucking fetus. Like it oh, was so funny one. the way they were talking about. It. Well, that's like when John Cusack was funny in that first one. As when it's when the three of them 
talking about that and he's playing the straight man but that is a very funny scene when they're talking about the cincinnati thing and because uh, you can't bury that man <laughs> <laughs> um but i do have that in my notes about the second one that towards the end of the second movie it kind of it starts to fall apart and i made a note that like this the way they keep going back to that club and shit like uh, it feels like they're moving into a tv show territory you know what i mean like they, they kind of yeah exactly what you just said you know this i think instead of seeing part three the movie maybe we see a tv show and uh you know you do you do eight half hour episodes or something or six half hour episodes but i'd be down for an hour i definitely want to see more of it you know what i mean it's 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 fun science fiction it's it's a good amalgamation of movie references and science fiction and drug humor and um you know it is a little bit clever and a little bit juvenile and it's just like a good you know it's a good mixture same way like some people really like um what is it called uh what's that fucking you know like if you (laughs) like sports comedy movies or like what is the, the college football like blue mountain state or something Oh, yeah. No, that's a pretty funny show, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, okay, but, oh, you know, I like football and I like this, so it all kind of mixes together, and it's something that I really like. You know what I mean? Like, I like cheesy time travel science fiction stuff and (laughs) Terminator and whatever, you know. So, and them doing... Yeah, exactly. And cocaine and them (laughs) going through history, and I would love to see that. I'd love to see them more of the future. I like Christian Slater showing up. Like, I thought that was fucking great. Like, you know, I, I would I would like to see more of this. I would like to see more of this formula, please. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. The only, the only <laughs> fucking Nick when he's like, I want to write my own song. And he gave the fucking Nick Shuffle or whatever. Uh, that dance that he was doing. Like, yeah. Oh, he felt bad. Yeah. He stole so much shit from so many yeah. other people. He was like, I'm going to rent my own shit. And it's terrible. Dick picking. <laughs> you know, like you're picking dicks out trees. Right. Oh, oh, fuck man. you, Glad. What's, what was wrong with this? There's nothing wrong with this I, movie. I really loved it, man. I, I did. I loved both of them. I don't think it was. I don't think the second one was as good as the first one. But like, it's still really good. And, yeah. you know, post, let's, let's say like post this is the end like what what kind of raunchy films have there been and right and to me like to me that's one of them actually uh my wife and i we just watched no hard feelings not too long ago was and that, that was good? pretty good i liked it i thought it was really funny like i i really did and it was um it was pretty raunchy and i really liked it like i I thought it was good. <laughs> I was very disappointed. I didn't get to see that in the theater. I forget what came, you know, because I, I get, I'm luckier than you. So, I mean, that puts in perspective for me. I feel very lucky that I get to go see the amount of movies that I do because my kids are older. But I still right. don't get to see everything, you know? Yeah. Like this weekend, I really want, I, I got to see Godzilla, thankfully. But no, I didn't get to see Godzilla and Silent Night, the the silent John Woo movie where Rick Flagg from, uh, you know, uh, Suicide Squad has a shotgun and doesn't talk and, and fucking kills a bunch of people. Um, right. So th- that that uh, No Hard Feelings was something where like, oh man, something else came out that weekend and it just did not win. 
that I didn't get to see that in the theater. I really wanted to though, because I really wanted to. I I, I like that she did that. I like her as a person. I think she's really cute and sexy, and she's not a bad actress. And you know, I I sometimes it's like if we want Hollywood to make things that we want to see, we have to pay for them. I know it's it's a really weird archaic. <laughs> weird archaic way to look at it but really it's like you have to support the things that you want to see more of otherwise you won't see more of them you know so when a movie like that comes out an r-rated comedy um i really want to go see it because i really like these movies like that's these are important i mean i feel like this is part of the cinema landscape you know i'm a big comedy guy i like some people are, are horror movie aficionados and they love horror movies and they see every horror movie that comes out and you know, if they don't know what to watch at the end of the night before, after work, but before bed, what am I going to do? I'm going to throw on a horror movie. You know, I'm like that with comedies, I guess. Um, I really like comedies and I really think that the R rated comedy is kind of something that we're seeing less and less of these days. And, uh, you know, these were the hot tub time machine and one and two are definitely some of the good ones. And, uh, Hopefully we see more in the future or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, they're they're good on repeat. Yeah. <laughs>